When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We will have two more bowl games for you tomorrow on ESPN. ESPN Deportes in the app at 3 Eastern. The Ragin' Cajuns take on Houston in the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Then Wake Forest squares off against Missouri in the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. While we were in break, somebody said, hey, you got any video of Cam Newton yeah. roller skating? And mm-hmm. I said, sure we do. Let's take a look at that now. Look at, look at Cam. Ooh, you okay. got, are those stretch pants? Living my best life, ain't going back and forth with y'all. Living my best life. He is loving life right now. Got $100 million in the bank. Man, life is good. It's good to be Cam Newton right now, was man. Was he in the last season of Stranger Things? Because there was a whole <laughs> bunch of roller skating going on, I think, in that. Was he in that scene? Maybe? Well, that's trending. That's, a, that's yeah. an ATL thing right yeah. now, too. Is it right yeah, now? That's, that's okay. a, yeah, everything comes. Everything comes back eventually. It's all fun to get into a little kid come trip you. That happened to me once. I'll tell you that story. I got a scar on my head from a roller skating accident. Man, don't try and avoid it. Great. You got a story. You got to be careful, Cam. It's dangerous out there on those roller skates. Welcome back to Get Up, coming to you live from the Seaport, brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. And we want to start this hour with some upset alert picks. Ninko, who are you putting on upset alert week 16? Falcons. Over the Ravens. No disrespect. I, oh, Come on now, boy. Bart. Don't get emotional here. I, 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 I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking at the Falcons. I know both teams have been struggling. But the Falcons, in this particular instance, I feel like the Ravens are on a slide. You don't have Lamar. They look a little uh, yeah. suspect in certain areas. Who's the Falcons quarterback? Falcons don't have Lamar it, either. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Dean P's coming back, though. That's beef right there. Damian Woody, who you got? Done. On hey, upset alert. Yeah, I got the fight in Lovey Smith's. The Houston Texans over the Tennessee Titans. We saw the past couple weeks, man, the Texans been fighting. They've been fighting the Dallas Cowboys, Kansas City Chiefs. Now they got the Tennessee Titans with Ryan Tannehill probably not going to be available uh, for this game. So they're primed for the upset. I like that one. I like that one better than Falcons. What do you got, Bart? Oh, man, I, I don't even consider this an upset, but I'm going to go with the Minshew Eagles Ooh. over the Dallas Cowboys. I don't even understand why they are not the favorite. They have the better team, better defense, and just because the MVP isn't there, you expect them to lose? Disrespectful. If that was Purdy, everybody would have them pick. I think the Eagles are going to get her done, and uh, Carson's going to have to eat his words. I mean, if the guy's MVP, then sort of, yeah, by definition, right, if he's not there, that makes sense to expect him to lose, Right. I don't know. Anyway, let's talk about Dak Prescott a little bit uh, before we get into the Eagles. He's going to look to extend his winning streak against division rivals to 10 in a row. Last time he lost to an NFC East team was week 16 of 2019, and that was against the Eagles. Since he came back from a thumb injury in week 7, the Cowboys have averaged a league best 35.5 points per game and have not scored fewer than 24 points in any game in that stretch. However, in that same span... Dak Prescott has thrown a league-high 10 interceptions, including multiple interceptions in each of the last two games. So, as you can imagine, he is being asked about this. Here's what he said. Not to, to brag, but I'm pretty mentally tough. Um, yeah, I wouldn't, if I, I'm, 
If outside, I wouldn't worry about that for one second with me. Um, and if I'm not, I'm for sure not hesitant or uh, scared to say that, hey, that, that I'm struggling a little bit. <laughs> Why are you laughing? The heat is on. Oh, boy. Pressure busts a pipe, and we know this is the time of the year where the Dallas Cowboys just start finding ways to lose. Now, listen, we all understand that they had an opportunity to make this a big game, but they didn't focus on the task at hand. And, yes, I have to give credit to Nico because he's the only one that picked the Jaguars last week to beat the Cowboys. <laughs> but now you're looking at it's, it's not just It's not just the fact that Dak Prescott has a turnover problem. The fact is, eight of his 11 interceptions are in his own territory, which puts opposing offenses on a short field, which puts them in scoring territory. And he's making bad decisions. He's pressing. That's why we were talking about the, the identity of his team should be the same. And Kellen Moore should call the game the same way he called it under Cooper Rush. When you have a quarterback that you pay $40 million, he wants to show everybody why he makes $40 million instead of just handing the damn ball off and throwing the open guys. And now the pressure is on because if they have a great season and this is supposed to be a Super Bowl, remember, you know, Jerry Jones said they have to go deep into the playoffs. He didn't say just qualify and make the playoffs. This is an open field in the NFC. It's no um, eyes-on favorite. It's no super team. And if they fall short and lose in the first round, oh, man, you, remember, you think those pictures of people in, in the stadium crying was bad last year? Oh, man, guys going to be getting carried out. Everybody tells me the Cowboys have to run more and throw less, right? Like, they are fifth in the league in rushing attempts and 25th in passing attempts. They already do it. Well, so, what's the – I mean, the interceptions, is that, is that the problem? Well, I mean, it's a, it's a big deal. We, yeah. You know, we can't we – can't, uh, you know – Gloss over it. Yeah, we can't gloss no. over it. It's a big deal. And, 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 listen, like I said in the first hour, man, is I think th this offense is so explosive and Dak wants to push the ball down the field so much. I always say you can't go broke making a profit. Sometimes right. there's Message. plays that there are plays there that are that are that staring Dak in the face, but he wants to push the ball down the field. And sometimes when you do that, think bad things happen in those particular situations. Bart talked about you know turnovers in the on the wrong on the wrong side of the field as far as the Dallas Cowboys are concerned. But I also got to say we can't let the Dallas Cowboys defense off the hook either. Okay, <laughs> because. Damn, they had a 17-point lead, and they gave it up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, yes, the Dak has the interception problem, but I'm not letting the Dallas Cowboys defense off the hook either. <laughs> He's going to have to learn from his mistakes in the past. You yeah. can't dwell on it, but he has to understand moving forward that it's vital that he takes care of the football. Yeah. I mean, this is a team with the defense that's underperforming. You know, they gave up 190 yards on, on the ground against the Jacksonville Jaguars. That is Terrible. So Ooh. you look at the Cowboys, and it's, it's strange because, yes, they, they score points. Yes, they do run the ball well. But it's not sexy enough for them to run the football and continue to run the ball. I'd be 0-3 in Super Bowls if they just ran the football. And the Cowboys, I feel like they'd be in a better position if they just ran the ball. Yeah. Don't don't worry about dropping back and looking like a 2020. Go ahead and repeat they, it. They, they they, 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 go on. Go ahead. They run they, the ball go ahead and repeat it, Dan. More than almost anyone in the well, league. Continue it. Run, run, run more. Listen, you, you have two guys. The Chicago Bears. When you're up to <laughs> run the ball. When you're up by 17. Run the ball. When you're up by 17, game should be over. Yeah, you should run the ball. They were up football. by 17 points. Control. And, you know, we talk about their defense though, but remember, those last six points were scored with the defense on the bench. 
So it's not the fact that he's turning the ball over. It's that he's putting it in scoring position that autom- automatically equates to points. But, for example, the, 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 the ball gets tipped off the receiver. Okay, what, 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 here's, what, I mean, how is that on here's, that? Here's, here's, here's the an example. The was done on 30. All right, all right let's get the third down. The, I think it was a third down play late in the game. Yeah. that they, they took a shot way down the field, which yep. stopped the clock. If they mm-hmm. just hand the ball off, take another uh, – 30 to, to yes. 45 seconds off the clock. Just run the ball, Dan. Run the ball. It was Three one thirty. It was one. Yes. It was one. Third and ten. Third and ten. One twenty. No, one time. Run out. a draw. Run a draw. But no, you take a deep shot down the field. Incomplete. And to who? Who is that too? Is that is that CD Lamb? No, that's it's Noah not. Brown. No, exactly. Who is that? My point. I don't that know. That's exactly my point. We're he didn't be, even make the scouting report. We're gonna be sitting here next week and say like the Cowboys ran 70 plays and 68 of them were runs. It's a win. It's gonna be a win. It'll be a win. You know who likes to run the ball is the Eagles. They, they run I the ball. Run the ball. Right? Jalen Hurts, however, uh, their quarterback who runs the ball and throws it for him a lot, did not practice once again yesterday. He's dealing with a shoulder injury. More likely than not, going to be Gardner Minshew who mm. starts Saturday as the Eagles try to clinch the number one seed. <laughs> so, obviously, this is a massive break uh, for the Cowboys, right? They should, they should win easily against the Eagles and their backup quarterback. Uh, but I asked all you guys this an hour ago, and – you told me no. You said the Eagles would win. Everybody picked the Eagles. We had it right up there. There it is again. Everybody picking the Eagles except me. Now, I did mention I'm filling in for Greeny, so I think I'm obligated to pick the Cowboys. <laughs> but I also think that they're good enough uh, and that they will win. So, what is it? What, what, why, why are we picking the Eagles with a backup quarterback? Because I believe they're the better team. And, listen, no team is one man, right? And if anybody can overcome you know, losing their, their, their starting quarterback, the Philadelphia Eagles are set up. They got the best offensive line. They have great receivers. They have the number two ranked defense in the league right now. So I think they'll find a different way. And, and Minshew Main is not like he, he's one of the best uh, backups. I gave up, they gave up a lot of uh, equity last year to bring him in. Like he's a guy last year against the Jets that went 20 for 25 that almost had a perfect QB rating. Now, will they be able to have these RPOs and you know, some of these read options? No, but they'll find another way to push the ball down the field. I would say that Minshew is probably a better passer than Jalen Hurts and more refined as far as throwing the ball from within the pocket. And he brings a lot of swag. He's a guy that brings a lot of energy. He's kind of like Heineke. He's kind of like Ryan Fitzpatrick. He just plays football. He plays carefree. And he plays with a joy that energizes his team. I'm telling you, five years ago, the Eagles lost their MVP candidate starting quarterback with three games left in the and... season. And they replaced him with Nick Foles, and they won the Super Bowl. Uh, it just feels eerily similar. Nico, what happened? What, if Dallas loses this game, what, what are the consequences for them? I, I, if, this, if they lose this yeah, game? Yeah, they're already in the playoffs. But if they lose this game this week, what would I think that that would be the head coach is on the hot seat. I, right. I really think that if – Hot seat? Hot seat. If they lose this game and they go into the playoffs or they mess around and, and for some reason they lose in the first round – I think the Cowboys are looking for a new head coach. I, I wonder what happens if, because the Cowboys are in a good seat because they're the fifth seed. They get right. to go to the NFC South. Right. If they continue to lose, maybe they drop to the sixth seed. That changes everything. You don't that means they may have to go on the road maybe to San Francisco. It would be tough. Uh, they have a game-and-a-half lead on the Giants for, yes. that, for that five seed. But so, so it would be tough to give that away. But if they lose and the Giants beat the Vikings – it starts to get a little sneaky. You want that five seed. You, yeah, you want, want to play the, five seed. the NFC South champ if you're a wild card team. You want Tom. Is that fair you... to put McCarthy on the hot seat? I mean, <laughs> if they, hey, how, how much if they lose? We, like, like when we watch the Dallas Cowboys, how, how many times are we going to say that they're undisciplined? Yeah. With clock management? They're 10 and 4. It's just, it, like, there's always something along those lines every year with Mike McCarthy. Like, 
When are the expectations going to be realized when we talk about the Dallas Cowboys? Like, at some point, you got to say, all right, man, like, we got to change something. Yeah. Well, you're not going to wholesale switch out players. Yeah. You're not going to get rid of the quarterback. Who's the easier person to get rid of? Yeah. But the thing, the thing is, right, if not this year, then win Dallas. Because this is the most imperfect um, conference and this conference has never been like that. It doesn't have a great Aaron Rodgers in it. It doesn't have a great Tom Brady in it. It doesn't have a you know, veteran trying to prove something in, um, in Matthew Stafford. He has to go through Kirk Cousins, Purdy, um, potentially Jalen Hurts. If Dak Prescott can't Can elevate – Yeah, if, 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 but I'm saying if, if Dak Prescott can't elevate this team over basically some backups and guys that aren't heralded guys, then who is he as a quarterback? That that's what's amazing, right? Like, that is the – they would play the NFC South champ. Then they'd play Minnesota, who they beat by 37 points. I mean, their road is there. But earlier this season, it was the defense that was yep. carrying them. But yep. when they played the Eagles, they did something against their best defensive player, Micah Parsons, that caught your eye. Yeah, they went right at Micah Parsons. And, and that's what you want to do, especially with a guy who's 235 and wants to pass rush. There's a, I, I got a little tape here. So, check this out. Now he's playing inside linebacker off the ball. You want to just get a body on – him. And they do that. So they were able to run the football in this game because they, they neutralized their best yeah. player. And they ran at Micah Parsons. So in the second play, you've got to look at piano keys here. Backside guard is deep. Down, down, pull. Here it comes. Mike, is, he's got to go get that thick. Feel that, he baby. stops. He spreads his feet. He almost gets knocked down here. And there's a big hole. So when you're playing guys that are quick and aggressive, that aren't trying to run through blocks yeah. and they're trying to run around blocks, you run at them. Yeah, and that's where you how can you, have success. How do you run. neutralize speed? Power. Yeah, you know, that's how you do it. But that's how. That's why I was surprised that he decided to open his mouth because in the first game they really didn't block him a lot of times on the read options. He was an unblocked guy, and they did the option off of him. I think it was something like twenty out of twenty-six times they ran at Michael Parsons. They had positive yardage on it. So the fact that he decided to open his mouth really puts the the, the spotlight on him, and he's going to have to step up because they may try and make an example out of him. The thing is, if you're Philadelphia, you don't push uh, Jalen. Hurts out there because you have bigger things in mind. If they would play Jalen Hurts and he tried to push through it, this would be more about ego than anything because you have everything to lose and nothing to gain by beating Dallas. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're going to see Hurts. I think we'll get a chance to find out uh, to Micah Parsons' point, whether no. it's player or system. Not like uh, we'll Gene shorts. Let's see what the Eagles uh, can do. We come back, we're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Can they actually run the table and make the playoffs? If they do, what would that mean for Aaron's future in Green Bay? Plus, is it too little, too late for Zach Wilson? Is tonight against the Jaguars his last chance in New York? We will talk about it with our former Jets when we come back. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It is overreaction Thursday on Get Up. Rob Ninkovich, if I said to you this will be Bill Belichick's last season as Patriots head coach, is that an overreaction? Oh, yes, it's an overreaction. It is 100% an overreaction. Let's not... Panic here. It was a terrible play. Yeah, it was real bad. But let's just let's let's in look face. at this in a big picture sort of way. Uh, the Patriots have been pretty good for a long time. I, I think Bill gets another shot. I think he comes back. Right. There. I think it would be up to him. It's, it's up to him. Season, yeah, right? it's up to Bill. Right. I think he's going to coach for a long time. All right. There you go, Bart. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to miss the playoffs. Is that an overreaction? Uh, uh, what did I say? Not an overreaction. <laughs> really? Because I don't think anybody from that division should go to the playoffs. I think they, they need to but change the rules. Will, this, this is horrible, but yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's an overreaction, though. When you look at it, their last couple of games are against divisional foes, Atlanta, who should have beat them the first time, and the Carolina Panthers, who did beat them. All right, Damian Woody. I, don't, I still don't know what Bart's answer was. We're going to move on. Damian Woody, <laughs> if I said the Jets quarterback of the future is not currently on the Jets roster, is that an overreaction? No, that's not an overreaction at all. Right? Listen, we see a situation where Zach Wilson was benched for Mike White, mm-hmm. and Mike White is after this season is an unrestricted free agent. I think the organization really likes Mike White. Um, this could be a situation where where Mike White, who knows what could happen if the, if the Jets would be able to, to re-sign him or they bring another quarterback, you know, maybe like a Jimmy G or so, somebody of that nature. Who knows what, what, what could happen in the offseason with the Jets they, quarterback situation? They do look like a roster that's a kind of a quarterback away, and the quarterback yeah. they drafted last year didn't seem to advance with the rest of that roster. So speaking of that situation, uh, Steve Young and Alex Smith uh, were talking about the Jets quarterback situation on Monday Night Countdown. Here's what they had to say. Develop him. You know, Mike LaFleur, spend the time with him, talk to him, communicate with him, support him. Like the whole New York's chances for the Jets to go and beat those teams is sitting with this guy right here. As much as we want to compliment Coach Sala and how, what he's done with this team, he deserves just as much criticism for what he's done in this quarterback room. The QB musical chairs weekly, like, you're the starter this week. You're the backup. You're not dressing. No, you you start this week. Yeah. I think he realizes he's mismanaged this and hasn't supported him, and you have a window now. To, to, to get behind him? Yo, yo I know they colleagues, but I couldn't, disagree, I couldn't disagree with them more. I don't know if they paid attention to what the hell has been going on with the Jets. I know they're responsible for covering everything, but because I work for the Jets, I, I cover them. I, I'm contractually obligated to watch it. Sometimes it's painful. If you pay attention, how can they mismanage Zach Wilson, um, you know, uh, development? He, tried, he thought he's Michael Vick in, in, in the preseason, hurt his knee. 
So then they had to go with Flacco. They gave him the job back. Then he struggled, had an awful take, and they had to sit him down to, to help him learn to develop and understand what being a starting quarterback in this league is all about, that you represent the organization. Then they went out in offseason, got him Langton Thompson, right, to give him protection. Went out and got him a number one receiver. When it got him, arguably would have been a runaway with rookie of the year in Brees Hall. Mm. And went out and paid, you know, a couple years ago, went out and got him a number one uh, receiver. And then, you know, brought in Elijah Moore, two tight ends. How the hell are they mismanaging his development? It's up to the player, too, to develop as well. So what are you talking about? Now he went back and you see what the hell he did. I understand that he went to BYU, Steve Young, but that doesn't mean that you have to protect him at all costs. Keep it fair. Keep it honest. And Alex Smith, I don't even know what the hell you were talking about. Yeah, listen, I th- if we're going to be honest, like Sam Donald was mismanaged. Yes, like, like exactly. That, like that was, that yeah, was he was mismanaged. mismanaged. Like, like, yeah, like it's like Zach, like listen, Zach, listen. I don't want to pile on the young man, but I, he's he's young. He's still trying to develop and learn in this league. But as far as like his surrounding cast, Bar, you already touched upon a lot of things they did on offense. That's not even talking about Very one tougher. of the top defenses in the National Football League. Imagine you being a young quarterback, knowing that okay, even if I screw up, I got a defense that. Right, that's going to hold us down and give me more opportunities in games. So I I just, I just don't agree with that. Moved up a very, moved up a very Tucker. Like, what are we talking about? Everything Bart said, I agree. I mean, that you're, you're correct on that. But there's also a thing that I coach is number one a teacher, but second is a motivator, and they have to try and extract talent from from certain players and depending on the player so if you are a highly touted player if you're a first round player if if in high school you were the best in your state and then you go to college you're the best in the school you've never been sat down before really you've never been benched or told told like you're not good enough your play is not good enough and certain players need that for motivation, yes. and I feel like in this situation with the injury, be but you got to be humble. You got to eat some humble. But you know what? His, but you, but you know what, Bar? Here, here's what I think. What here's what I really think about this situation. I think the the young players in this roster came, <coughs> came along faster than what they anticipated. Yes, they're That's ahead what of schedule. They're ahead of schedule. Damn. The young roster came came around faster than what they anticipated, and the quarterback is not developing as fast as the, as the young roster, and that's, the, and that's really what's going on. Dan, last year, the kid was struggling. Yes. You know what they did for him as an organization? This is mismanagement. They hired this personal coach. They put cheese on this boy Taco to come in and, so he can have somebody to talk to him in the back. Now, listen, we all understand it was a tragic situation. They celebrated last week that Nap passed. You know, he had a, a tragic accident on a bike. But they did everything that they could do. If they bring in your personal coach, who knows you better than your personal coach that, that's responsible for developing you? They put him on a payroll. All right, all that's gone on with him has resulted in a, in a second chance because of Mike White's injury. Yes. Can he show them anything tonight that would change their mind and make him think about, you know, maybe there is some hope here? I, I, right now, no. I, I just don't because I don't because the problems that that ails Zach Wilson aren't fixable during the season. Right. Like those, the things that his problems, like mechanics. basically mechanics and accuracy, all those things that that it, those things that that it, you need to have as a, as an upper echelon quarterback, you can't fix them during the season. So I think right now it's got to be the defense is going to have to going to have to step their game it's up. Other people going to have to step their game up, knowing what. 
what's going on at the quarterback position. Listen, we've all had young quarterbacks. We had to win in spite of them, not because of them. It's just part of the development process. We're not saying that he can't be a good quarterback right. in the future. What we're saying is the timing of the Jets to make it be a playoff caliber team is now. His, his play isn't ready to be playoff ready right now. First off, Bart's a holidays. Put a smile on your face. I'm a Grinch. Bum, bum, bum. That's just state TV right there. I, I, listen, I, everything that you guys are talking about, you would know more because the, what you've seen in, in the coverage. Um, but, but, again, a young player, especially in 2022, where things are a little bit different as far as, instant. you know, inst everything is right now. Right? Coffee, you're, trying to right? market, you're trying to market yourself as an independent brand. Yeah. Like, at some point, you got to be humble. That's it. So we'll see what happens tonight. We're going to pick that game actually at the end of the show, and there might be uh, some tiny plastic helmets involved. I'm not sure. Uh -oh. We'll have mm. to check on that. But mm. when we come back, we want to talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. They still have a chance. Oh. Are they back? Can Aaron save the Packers' season? And what would it mean for their future if he does? But first, we got a little sneaky hembo, and this one's for Bart. Which quarterback has started the most playoff games on teams that got in as a wild card? Bart's going to mull that over and answer when we come back. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We are back on Get Up, and it is Sneaky Hembo time for Bart. You got this one? Yeah, I think Sneaky Hembo is always, you know, you got to pay attention because he makes it personal. He doesn't see me as the same threat as you or Rex. So I think he's going to be it's like the six degrees of separation. All right. I'm so going to which quarterback has started yes. the most playoff games yes. for teams that got in as wild cards? Well, it's got to be a guy that never won his, won his division but always was a good team in the playoffs. And I played with a guy at the beginning of his career that was always in the playoffs and always going on the road. And he did win the Super Bowl, and he got that Corvette. I'm going to go with Frida, a.k.a. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is the correct answer. Come on, Boom. man. Nine such Hembo. playoff games. Rough one for Hembo. Smash! When, when I met him, those eyebrows used to connect. So one more. There's a three-way tie for, <laughs> for second. Dave Krieg, Ben Roethlisberger, and Dan Marino all had eight. Aaron Rodgers has started seven such games. More on him in a minute. But right now, we want to play a game called Either Or. And I'm going to start with my friend Bart. Bart, who will have more receiving yards this week, A.J. Brown or C.D. Lamb? I'm going A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown is going to be getting the ball from Minshew Mania. He's going to get about 10 attempts. Minshew Mania understands where his bread is buttered. He knows if he wants a, a completion, just throw to A.J. He's always open like 7-11, baby. 
Damian Woody, who will have more rushing yards, Saquon Barkley or Dalvin Cook? I'm going to go with Saquon because we know, like, when the Giant, if the Giants win, they running the ball. That's their identity. Yep. They don't have many, many options in the passing game, so they're going to feed Saquon as much as possible. So I'm going with Saquon Barkley. All right, Ninko in the Packers-Dolphins game. Who will have more passing yards? Aaron Rodgers or Tua Tagovailoa? I'm going with Tua. Look, last week in Buffalo, Tua had uh, 234 yards with two touchdowns, and Tyreek Hill was bundled up looking like the brother from Christmas Story. (laughs) (laughs) He he, he didn't look as explosive. So I I do believe down south he's going to feel a little bit warm. He's going to feel good. The hamstrings are going to feel great. Tua is going to have a big day with Tyreek. I feel it. Randy lay there like a slug. Anyway, Rodgers is certainly hoping that Nico is wrong on that uh, because the Packers need to win out to make the playoffs. They need to win this game and each of their remaining two after that. Yesterday, Rodgers spoke about his team's uh, dwindling chances of making the postseason. What is is the most important thing, and what is is that we're still playing a meaningful football game on Christmas and and got a chance uh, to have a lot of things in front of us. Now, obviously, we'll be watching Saturday, and there's some things need to go our way, but... uh, we got to go down and get a win. And then I said a few weeks ago, we just get one, then we get another one, and things look a little bit different going into this game. And get this one, things look a little bit different going into the next one. Green Bay's path to the playoffs is tricky, but it's not impossible. They, of course, need to win all three of their remaining games. That absolutely has to happen. And then if they do that, they need two of these three things to happen. Either the Seahawks lose once, the Commanders lose twice, or the Giants lose all of their remaining games. Again, two of those three outcomes, and they themselves have to go 3-0. and oh. So there is a chance. There absolutely is a chance. What kind of chance do you give them? Zero. <laughs> nope, no chance. A lot of things got to go their way. I, I just like I said, it's not I zero. Just, we, I just picked the Dolphins to beat them. Oh, well, then yeah. there you go. So if that, that would, happens, that what are the chances? 2%, 1%. No, zero percent. Zero percent. Then then you'd actually be right. Zero would be. No percent. No percent. Anybody giving him a chance? Zero. Okay, listen. This is the hardest one. Listen, just to be, because Nico said I was looking like the Grinch around here, like I'm trying to steal all the joy. But if they get this one, this is the hardest one to get. And sometimes we, when you underestimate Aaron Rodgers, this is when he shows you that he is one of the best players to ever spin a football. We remember going into Kansas City, they had nobody with them last year. They ran the ball, and he was able to win an ugly game. If they win this game, it's going to be because Zaire Alexander showed you that he's maybe the best corner in all of football because he's going to have to slow the cheetah down all by himself. So I'll give them a small chance, you know, but because when you look at the other games, yes, they are playoff caliber teams. When you think about the Vikings and the Lions, but whenever you play in the division, a division that Aaron Rodgers has owned, you know, he's going to feel comfortable playing people that he's familiar with. Yeah, they already lost the Vikings and the Lions this year. So it's not yeah. like right, it's not like those are pushover games for them. Uh, look, if, if they lose, let's say they lose, because I think everybody's predicting that they will, yeah. uh, and they're eliminated. Like, you're Aaron Rodgers. You have $60 million coming mm, next year uh, if you come back. Whoa, what was that again? $60 million. Mm, what, is zero? Yeah, but it's like 59.9 something. But oh, okay, we, gotcha. I round it up. Please do not count my pocket change. So let's assume that he says, okay, yes, I'll take the $60 million and come back. Uh, what kind of team are the Packers looking like to you now? Do you mm. think they can bounce back and be good next year? Um, yeah. I think the division is, catch, is caught up with them now. Hmm. Like, I, I think the, 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 the whole 13-3 and three, you know, number one seed, I think that's done. You look at, like, look at the Detroit Lions, 7-7, seven and seven, right? I think Detroit's going to find a way to, find, to get into the postseason. And then 
they got a plethora. They got a bunch of draft picks to add on to what the, the, the foundation that they have. Minnesota, regardless of what you think about Minnesota, they've won 11 games. Yeah, they have. Okay, and the Bears with, with Justin Fields, they're going to, they got a lot of cash space to add to help him. So the, the, I think the era of the Packers just running away with the NFC North is over. It, it can be tough, but we kind of predicted this as well in the AFC West. And I said that uh, Kansas City wasn't going to make the playoffs in my homes. I remember. Reminded me that he was a MVP for a reason. So when you think about it, yes, it can be more difficult as they've, they've closed the gap. But I'm, I'm really encouraged by what I've seen by these receivers the last couple of weeks. When you think about Dobbs and Watson going into it, and maybe you know Aaron Rodgers comes to OTAs and spends more time with these guys. So if you have those guys playing at a high level, you believe in the two running backs, that defense is stacked and loaded. And they have draft picks too. But Green Bay's going to have to do something that they normally don't do if they want to try and catch up with this league. That means spend money in free agency yeah. on other people, players, and not just spending money in-house. I wouldn't hold all my breath uh, on that. Aaron Rodgers and, and OTA, that's what we're going with? Listen, he, it, he tried it his way, and all it right. didn't work out. I wouldn't I hold my breath back. on that one either. I need the Grinch back. I need the Grinch back. I need the Grinch back. I like you when you're Bart Grinch. What do you think? If you're Aaron Rodgers, you go back next year. Are you excited about that team? I'm more excited about them than this year because this year we talked about the offseason. I said that the receiving core, granted they were high draft picks and they were very talented. Yeah. I said that it's really hard for a young player, especially with an advanced older quarterback, yeah. Hall of Fame quarterback, to come in and pace. play a full season and be great. Some people are saying, oh, they're better without Adams. <laughs> no, they weren't. So no, they weren't. They were, not. they were not. So I think that with – Having that rookie season under their belt, they get an offseason, they'll be more comfortable. I think they can be better offensively next season. Watson, eight TDs in short order. Short term, though, we all got Miami winning this one. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. So, you know who else does? Yes. Our friends at Caesars Sportsbook. They Whoa. have the Miami Dolphins as four-point favorites. Way to go out on a limb. The over-under near 50. Miami is 5-1 and one at home this season. Their only loss coming when Tua did not start against the Minnesota Vikings. So... While we're on the topic of Caesars Sportsbook and uh, and lines, we welcome in Joe Fortenbaugh all the way from <laughs> all the way from no, no, in the house. Oh, all the way from Las Vegas. I guess you must have been jealous of our weather. Is that why you came from all the way from uh, Vegas? Uh, something like that. Yeah, something I like that. I can never pass up an up pass up an opportunity to listen to Bart Scott just. Chirp, 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 chirp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on one today. Sometimes you can one. probably hear him in Vegas, <laughs> like from here on on some Absolutely. days. So yeah, we were just talking Packers yeah. Dolphins. Who do you like in this one? So, all due respect, I walk into the Lions' then The last thing I want to do is fly in the face of everything all you guys were talking about, but no, no, no. I'll take the Packers here. That's why we brought you. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's two issues here at play for Miami. One thing, they absolutely love to throw the football. They rank 31st in the NFL in rushing attempts this season. That's the strength of the Green Bay defense. That's the strength of the Green Bay Packers outside of Aaron Rodgers. They defend the pass extraordinarily well. So, that's problem number one. Problem number two, Tua Tungavailoa has had a problem throwing the ball as of late. This three-game losing streak they're on, Dan, 48% is his completion rate. That's now, you're good. coming home, you're not facing the elite defenses necessarily that you were in San Francisco and Buffalo on the road, but there's an opportunity here for Green Bay going against an average Miami defense. I like him to keep it close. Yeah, Miami did look, did look better in Buffalo than they did. they did in the two California games, but you're right. They come in on a skid. They need uh, to pull one out. Maybe they'll be motivated. You like the Packers as the underdog with the points, You got but that's not your favorite underdog of the week. Who's your favorite? Right here, the New York football Giants, oh. who will be on the road against Minnesota. If there was ever a game where two teams were meant for one another, 
This is the game. Vikings 10-0 in one-score games this season. New York 8-2-1 in one-score games. So something's got to give. Now, the key here, Minnesota's defense is absolutely abysmal. When you're yeah. talking about covering four points, you're going to need to get some stops. They rank 28th or worse in the NFL in both passing defense and scoring defense, and they're below league average when it comes to defending the run. Daniel Jones has taken a step forward under Brian Dable. Mm -hmm. Highest completion percentage of his career. He's cut down on the INTs. I like the Giants to give him a game. All right, so that's an upset. You have a favorite that is your, that is your number one favorite bet this week? There aren't a lot of favorites on the board that catch my eye, but one I will play is Cincinnati minus the three at New England. Now, full disclosure on this one, some of the professionals in, in Vegas, they jumped on the Patriots early in the week at three and a half. They moved it to three. So I am flying in the face of the move. But the thing with New England is this. Seven and seven this season, they haven't beaten anybody. When they play the good teams, like Miami, like Buffalo, they lose. All seven wins have come against teams that rank or put up a record of 500 or worse, right? Like Detroit's good. They're not great. This is a big step up in class. The only reason it's not a bigger wager is that Cincinnati's playing the second half of a back-to-back. -back. They were on the road in Tampa Bay last week. Mm -hmm. And next week, they have a monster game against the Bills on Monday night. So it's a bet. It's just not a big bet. Yeah, Cincinnati feeling no pain right now. I mean, they're playing as well as anybody uh, in the league. Obviously, they have to go to New England on Christmas Eve, and, and that's a desperate Patriots team. Hey, it's your get-up debut. It's your first time on, on here in, in studio. Right? I didn't completely go viral yet for a negative reason, so I'm very excited. I'm probably going to leave before I finish We haven't checked. We'll have to, we, have, we have people on that. But anyway, we put, up, we put together a segment for you, uh, your own branded segment. It's right. called Joe Knows. And we're going to talk about weather. Yeah. Joe knows that you should be very careful this weekend when it comes to at least three games. All right? Be smart with your fantasy lineups, with your props, and with your totals when you're focusing on Green Bay, or excuse me, Cleveland, who's going to be hosting the Saints. Yeah. When you're focusing on the Ravens, who are hosting the Falcons, and the game with the Bears hosting the Bills. Weather is going to be awful, especially in this game. This total right here. This, this is ridiculous. 32 and a half. <laughs> that is the lowest. Shout out Hembo. The lowest total we've had in an NFL game since 2009. Wow. So if you're looking for a play in any of those games, be very careful with the props. Josh Allen passing yards under sticks out to me. I would play the under in the Ravens game. I don't think Atlanta is going to do a whole lot of scoring against the Baltimore defense, giving up just 15 points per game over their last eight. The Ravens have been cooking on that side of the ball. The numbers could even drop in that game, depending on the Ravens quarterback situation. Absolutely. Not only Lamar Jackson banged up, but also um, the backup Hudley. So, yeah, we'll see. A lot of, lot of weather to fear. Uh, if you're playing or even if you're, uh, if you're betting games this weekend. Thanks, Joe. That was fun. Bowl season rolls on tonight with the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Baylor against Air Force. Our coverage begins at 7.30 Eastern on ESPN, ESPN Deportes, and the app. But we got more to do here first. Coming up, do the Cowboys need to make a huge statement Saturday against the Eagles? And can they? We'll talk about that next. And the other thing we'll do is we're going to smash some stuff. D. Wood has his mallet, and he's ready to make his picks for this weekend. Whose helmet will he smash? Find out when we come back. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. 
Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Back on Get Up, the Philadelphia Eagles can clinch the NFC East with a win or a tie on Saturday. Philadelphia's clinching would mark the 18th straight season for the NFC East without a repeat champion, as I always tell you guys, and you always laugh at me. Jalen Hurts has a sprained right shoulder, but he isn't being ruled out just yet. Gardner Minshew would get the start if Hurts is ultimately ruled out. Since returning from a thumb injury in Week 7, Dak Prescott has thrown a league-high 10 interceptions. He talked yesterday about what Saturday's game means to the Cowboys. It's about making a statement to ourselves, um, just about... Uh, as you look in the season, we've had some games where we played really well, and then we've had some games where we bit ourselves in the foot and had some games where we didn't and we lost. So this is about putting our best foot forward, putting our best effort out there, proving it to ourselves in all three phases that uh, we're a hell of a team and we can go get it done against one of the best teams in the league, whether they're in our division or not. All right, we're going to talk. Some people have been in the eggnog around here already this morning, I think. But uh, D. Wood, let's start with you, since you seem to want some attention. Do the ca- <laughs> I see. <laughs> do the Cowboys need oh. to make a? Don't, don't worry about it. Do the Cowboys need to make what? a statement on Saturday? We're gonna get some towels. Don't worry about do, it. Do the Cowboys need to make a statement? A statement. Dak well, Bart is making a statement right here. Bart made a statement, which he doesn't know how to drink coffee. Yeah, I mean, listen, what? they need. Yeah, they need to win. Like, like, I mean, you're coming off a, a bad loss yeah. against the, the Jacksonville Jaguars on the road, and I mean, you're talk, going up against a team that's. Number one seed in yeah. the NFC that's going to be playing with a backup quarterback. What if they lose? Uh, what if the Cowboys lose the game? Well, I mean, then we're talking about, I, my, my opinion, the Cowboys might be one of them early departures from in, in the postseason. So much of the, so much of the, so much of football is psychological. You can't beat your main competitor within the division with their backup quarterback. Yeah. Well, stick a fork in them. What do you think if the Cowboys lose? What happens? Mike McCarthy's on the hot seat. Ooh boy! Yep. And it doesn't matter if he's in the playoff. Playoffs. Ask, uh, remember uh, who was the Tennessee Titans? Mike Malarkey. Malarkey. Yep. Ask Mike Malarkey. He was in the yeah, playoffs. It didn't Malarkey. matter. So won a that's game. Full of Malarkey. You're full of Malarkey. Went to Kansas City. Won a playoff game. And it then doesn't lost matter. Week, got doesn't fired. matter. But yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I feel like if they lose this game, especially against Minshew, that eh, I'm telling you, Jerry Jones got his eye on a few guys. But Maybe I'm, Sean Payton. Well, well, one of those guys he should have it on is Dak Prescott because if it's not now, then when? Because these young quarterbacks within the NFC is only going to get better and more mature. If he can't beat an aging Tom Brady, he can't beat Jalen Hurts, who he's, more, who he's older than, Kirk Cousins and Brock Purdy, then when will the Dallas Cowboys ever be the favorite to win the Super Bowl ever again underneath Dak Prescott? So I think that's the bigger issue. He's had, he has a record. It's a narrative about Dak Prescott. He's good, not great, and he has a particular record against great quarterbacks. I think it's a losing one. He's only beaten one of those guys that were considered an upper echelon quarterback. i got to get away from this side of the table for a second. There's too much going on here that is not the show. Uh, Joe Fortenbaugh, what uh, the line on this game's been crazy, right, since yeah. earlier this week with the Hurts injury news? Cowboys opened one and a half. The news pushed it up to six. Then we saw some Philadelphia money. It came back down to five. I saw what you guys were talking about earlier. I'd agree with you on this one. I would play Philadelphia. Would it surprise us for Dallas to go out here and play with no swagger like we see on a regular basis to go out and lay an egg like we saw off the bye against Green Bay? 
that table was set in that Packers game. Yeah. They went up there and got beat. Yeah. The Houston game, they come out flat, mm-hmm. up 17 against the Jags, finish the game, mm-hmm. and they couldn't do it. You see them press. These are the moments where they start to get tight, they start to mm-hmm. press, and they make mistakes. It happened in the playoffs last year against San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened here. The Eagles have been waiting all season to play one game. They haven't had a game all year against the marquee opponent at any point. This is the game. Minshew's got 22 starts under his belt. He's more than capable with these weapons. I do want to pick this game, but there's a very specific way that I want to do it, and Damian Woody's <laughs> goggles provide a clue. Let's smash some stuff. Yes! I love it. Welcome to the most dangerous segment. Big man, tiny helmet. Who's getting smashed? Tom Brady's not going to like that. That was an excellent (laughs) That stung a little bit. I'm not going to lie. It's dropping everywhere. How? Back up a little bit. Okay. How about that? (laughs) That baby's out of here. There's no coming back from that. Me away from you. Yes, it's time for Big Man Tiny Helmets, where Damian Woody makes his picks as only he can by smashing little plastic helmets with a mallet. Let's start with that Eagles-Cowboys game. Who are you smashing? Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm, whoa. Ah, whoa. Look at that. You Stop. see that? You, oh, it's I don't even time. think I hit the helmet, really. I think, I, I think it just flew all over. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, smashing the, I'm smashing the Cowboys. Listen, I, th- even, I think with, even with Gardner Minshew, this is such a complete – Philadelphia Eagles team on both sides of the ball. Yeah, they're not going to be be able to run a, a bunch of RPOs and quarterback design run plays, but they got more than enough weapons to be able to handle this Dallas Cowboys team that seems to get tight at the end of the year each year. You're going to hit it again just to make the point? What? There we go. There we go. How about that? Not everybody uh, you asked models. for it. That's uh, why I, 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 I give it to I thought you. it was important that people yeah. see the smashing. How about Giants-Vikings? Who are you smashing in that one? <sighs> Ooh. You know what? You I'm going to sma- that- smash the, the New York football Giants. <laughs> Honestly, on, only, only reason I'm smashing them, because I, I believe this game is in Minnesota. Yes. It is. The game right. is in Minnesota. Warm weather. So, well, it, it, in the dome. It's indoors. You know, yeah. indoors. They tend to play a little bit better indoors. So I'm, I'm going to give the Minnesota Vikings a benefit of the doubt in, up in Minnesota. The Packers are playing the Dolphins outdoors in Miami. Who you, I feel like I know this one. They have to show us a bit about it. How about that? Joe. <laughs> It's Joe, Joe had no here, idea brother. what he was getting himself Yeah, it's dangerous out here, brother. Yeah, I'm smashing the Packers. Listen, Miami, I know they're on the three-game three game loser streak. I told, we, I said earlier in the show, yeah. uh, Graz, that I was really impressed with Miami playing up in Buffalo in those conditions, the way those guys battled and, and, and took them, took the Buffalo Bills to the brink. I think they get back back home down in South Beach with the, in the warm confines down there. And then Hard Rock Stadium, they handle business against the Green Bay Packers. All right, you see, we got one more game there, but we got to wait. We got to get to break. We're gonna we're gonna hit this game, and I say hit. We're gonna hit this game when we come back. First take though is gonna follow us at the top of the hour. Who will be the biggest star in Dallas on Saturday for the Eagles Cowboys showdown? They will discuss on first take at the top of the hour. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. 
So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Big game tonight across the river in the Meadowlands. Uh, playoff implications between the Jaguars and the Jets. Jets turning to Zach Wilson again. Slight favorites, two-point favorites. Rain and wind expected tonight. Hence the low number there on the over-under. Our gambling expert Joe Fortenbaugh here with us. So what are you playing tonight? It would be the under those 37 points there. With the Jets defense, that's going to be the play. Lean on them, run the football, grind the clock down, and figure out a way with Zach Wilson to just have him managing the game. That is a very thorough and well-thought-out explanation. And now, Damian Woody's going to smack a plastic helmet with a mallet to show you why he's Woody. You know what? Joe, you're a smart guy. You know that? You're a very smart guy. guy. I know, like, that's why I take advice from you. So I'm going, unlike, see, like, I gave you the pump fake. Unlike Bart Scott, (laughs) I'm going, yeah, I'm smashing the jack. I wasn't ready. And and listen. We live? Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we live. We good. We, we good. No, no, we. I'm back. We. No, I'm back. no, you're not back. Your key card has been revoked, okay? Oh, Your key card has been revoked because, see, in this particular situation, I'm going with the defense. If the weather's going to be bad, I'm going to go with the defense. Are we picking this game? The rest of us picking this game? Are these guys, these guys are talking about. Can like, I change the first, minds? I believe. I believe Look now. Everybody you see that? Look at that. Look at that. Bart, Look at that. I believe. I'm back. <laughs> Bart wants to change his pick? I believe. I believe. I don't know if we can change no, it at no, this no, late no, hour. No. You're on the record as picking uh, the Jaguars. So, uh, yeah. So, that's, that's tonight's game. That'll kick off week 16. But, um, before we go, we wanted to show you something that happened earlier in the show. This guy uh, heard that uh, that Ninko was picking the Falcons and that all these guys were picking the Eagles, so he wanted to come <laughs> and show for those picks. Uh, uh, that's coming for you. Here at, uh, at Get Up at the Seaport, so you never know what's going on out there. <laughs> we're trying to make our own guys billable. Oh, he's dragging me from something riveting that? Bart was saying. It right. looks like oh. you saw it, then you realized you had to do the double take there. He uh, was coming to make sure you were not going to smash the Eagles helmet. He was very concerned. I'm like, I can't that. react to this I guess, thing. I thought we were just going to run that the rest of the way. Anyway, Sorry. hey, thanks for joining us here on Get Up. It's been a lot Merry of fun. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Next. 